Fly Nerd Group was recorded live at Mess in the greatest city in the world, Chicago, USA. Welcome back. It is 2020 and the Fly Nerd Group is back. 2020. Twin Twin. Episode 1, Season 2. Lots to talk about. Two, Lots two, to cover. Two, two, two. But before we even get that, we have to, you know, just say our normal hello. I am Coach E Soul Star. Yes, sir. And I'm Kaz G. And the guy in the chair helping us with the tech is Scott Free. What up, Scott Free? What up? In the place to be. What up, Coach E? Happy, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to everybody. Yes, sir. What it's it good is. to see you guys, man. It's yeah. good to be back and talk to the peoples and get into what we're about to get into. Yeah, it is it's good to be back. We, we had a good holiday. The holiday gave us the return of Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Or is they it the end that. of Star Wars and the end of Skywalker? Well, yeah, I'm, I, I think I hold the unpopular opinion. I liked it. I also liked it. Oh, whew. it's not that unpopular an opinion. <laughs> it's only about half, near as I can tell the people, uh, actually liked it. I don't quite get what the other half is complaining about, but we can get to that. <laughs> In the words of Mr. Horse, no, sir, I don't like it. Uh, I thought it was lackluster. Uh, I wasn't really feeling it. it you, was, you, you didn't think it was fast-paced enough? Mm, I mean, it was, it was pretty, pretty fast-paced. It was still, a freaking roller coaster. It was like, well, what you riding? It was like... The Star Wars Express. Yeah. It's as Star wars as Star Wars as ever Star wars I've been there before. Yeah. I mean, yes. Several times. It wasn't blazing new ground. It was... You know, coming to the end of a ride you're familiar with, you rode before, but it had a few extra little twists and turns at the end there. It was a thrill ride. I don't know. I I, I would be interested to hear more specifically other than we've seen it before just because this is Star Wars after all. There is very little new happening in the Star Wars universe. It's the hero's journey. It's... uh, Oh, I don't know. Work with me here. What else you got? <laughs> it is, I mean, it's, it's the space soap opera that it was always intended to be. Yeah. I don't think you go into this movie looking for for anything super brand spanking new. If anything, you look for a bunch of doors to get closed. Yeah, and wrapping it, up the loose ends. So I was happy with all the doors getting closed because now it's it's clean slated. Anything can go from this point. That is true. And and, that's and, one thing I do appreciate, that the doors are closed. But, um... I don't know. The villains didn't really pose a threat to me. It was just like, eh, it was... I mean, that is damning with some faint praise there if the best thing you have to say about the movie is that it's over. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it... it, it <laughs> All right, well, a... let's address a couple of those specific objections. Uh, the villains did not pose a threat. You did not find Cyborg Zombie Emperor to be a credible villain? Did you, back in the previous two, find Snoke to be a credible villain? No. All right, because most of the critics who didn't like Snoke thought that he wasn't powerful enough, they didn't understand where he came from or why he was there, Uh, and with new zombie 
cyborg Emperor Palpatine, you know where he comes from. You know why he's there. And I don't know. It seemed like he posed a pretty credible threat to our heroes yeah, he and did the, the galaxy. Unicron thing. He gave dude his little ships and stuff and said, "Go out and fight and go and get her, kill her, or whatever." But I mean, man, he were really in all of these movies. I haven't seen a real big threat in regards to like the dark side and what really could be and, really dark. And so, you're, and you're not mean, going to because yeah, they're not well, they're not built. That's what they're not built for that. They're, they're not built. That's what the those stories are the stories that take that are in the books and in the comics. They, if you want that, they those movies are set up to tell a certain story about a certain thing. It, it's it's pretty much like here's the here's the Skywalker family. This and this is what happened. This is their this is their legacy. That's what this was meant to to tell. <laughs> Soap's dynasty. All, all, right, right. It's it's, Fal- <laughs> it's it's Falcon's crest, Dallas in space. <laughs> So you liked um, John Bodega character and Finn and how he was a very argumentative. I thought that was very annoying throughout the movie. At the end, he stopped arguing, being argumentative, but it was some annoying things in the movie that just was. Uh, I mean, am I am, am I the biggest Finn Finn fan? No. Are, are there things? I mean, but there are things that I that if if I get down to the nitty gritty of any of these characters, there's things I'm gonna like. Oh, that 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 that. You know, so I was not. I'm not Finn's biggest fan, but but Poe is my dude. Like, yeah, like he was arguing. Yeah, I, but I like Poe, man. Poe, but I I like Poe mainly for the pilot stuff, though. Okay, yeah. well, because as a pilot, there isn't he. There is. Yeah, the, none those scenes was dope. Those none scenes better. was dope. I'll give you that. But um. and I like <clears> the uh, I like the other storm. I liked him finding the other uh, stormtroopers that. That broke free. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, that. The defectors, yeah, I like the defectors. That. Yeah, I like that. that. I, I like, really that. like that. Now I think you know there's stuff like that. You can deep dive into these uh, these children that were conscripted into first order service. Mm. You know, now you got those kids that are broken. You got the ones that are probably just going to be like, all right, the first orders fell, the backup empire fell. What do I do now? You have a wide open, almost frontier like quality to it because the they they blew up the Senate, so it's not like they have a, a government to fall back on. That government was supposed to be replaced by the First Order slash New Empire. Well, that didn't happen. So now what do you have? You got It's lawless out there, really. Right. Because Wild Wild West. Right. It's the, it's the Wild West. So now I think it's it's the perfect time. It, it, like I said, it's clean slated. You can do, you can have your, your, your Mandalorians. You can have a, you know, something for the Jedi. You can have something... For the Sith now, now like the 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 Albatross, the Skywalker story is no longer we're we're no longer beholden to it. Clap up for that shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, we're we're no longer beholden to the Skywalker family, you know, to or at least to the original bloodline. What Ray does with the name going forward is, you know, that's that remains to be seen. But we're no longer beholden to. That and you know Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, and so on and so forth. Was Kylo Ren death entertaining? I heard people laughed in the theater. Was his death entertaining? I, I don't think his death was entertaining. I just it was I mean, was it, was it dramatic? Did it hit supposed like it's supposed to hit? Um, I'm glad that it get. I'm glad that he got a hero's death. I'm glad that you know he found his his redemption, you know, and got there. So so there was no villain. The the emperor was the villain. I mean, Kylo was never was, really the villain, except from the first one, maybe. Yeah, he was clearly conflicted. 
And especially as the relationship with uh, Ray develops, he becomes more conflicted, less certain in his mission. Um, yeah, the Emperor, big reveal this movie, the Emperor is the actual big bad. And, you know, ever since we heard that laugh in the trailer, that wasn't necessarily a surprise. Let's take it to the beginning, though, because this is, I will admit, when I was watching this movie... Uh, sit down in theater, went by myself, pretty excited about it. From the opening text crawl, the classic Star Wars blue text going off into the distance, I was taken aback and a bit panic-stricken that it opens with the dead speak and Emperor Palpatine has sent out a threat to the entire universe with no explanation as to how he has come back, how he made that happen. And I'm sitting there going, really, we're just jumping, jump, just jumping right into it. And you're not going to give us anything other than now nope, this is how it starts. He's back. What are you going to do? That was a huge bummer for me. And I spent the first five ish minutes of the movie kind of feeling like, oh, oh, it's already going. And that's all we get. However, once I realized we're already on this roller coaster, did turn out to be a pretty fun ride for me. But I will admit, I did not love the beginning. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Broke enough. it down. Yeah. No. Fair <laughs> that is that. That was that was great. I I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed that. So what? But you know, while we're on it, and you know, before we run out of time on this topic, I am going to say the high points for me, and, I, and I'll say the, I'll say the high points and the low points. The high points: Did Lando Calrissian unite a, a fleet by just going around and offering them all a nice ice cold Colt forty five? Man, if he but, did, because I, I'm just like that's the unity you don't works break. every time, right? 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 <laughs> works, works, works every works time. Every time. Every time. That that was a high point because I like I was trying to figure out in my head what. What would Lando say to everybody? <laughs> and in my head, it was like, "Come on, a whole robo freezer of coke, right? Like Walking behind him, right? <laughs> that that was so that was that was a moment for me because I was like, "What? What did he say to them?" <laughs> um, that uh, Ray saber at the end. I know it's only a brief moment, but her saber looked dope. Yeah. I liked mm-hmm. her saber. I like and I like the spin. The spin dial at the top. Very, yeah, I like that. That was dope. That yeah, was. I like the I like the spin dial at the top. Um, and the other high points was just really almost all the action sequences. There was not an action sequence that didn't deliver. I felt. Nah, there was some when Ray and Do was going at it. It was kind of. Wait know, a wait man, a minute. I'm wait, sorry, you dude. saying the the big lightsaber duel? Out in the ocean promontory. Yeah, that I didn't that was, do it for nah, you. Nope. What nope. do you want? I don't know. What, what more want. do you want from a lightsaber battle? I don't know what I want from Star Wars. I really I don't. Guess you I don't, don't know because that that didn't hit. That didn't hit. I'm oh, sorry. I that was it great. didn't hit. Strike, bend, strike, dodge, spin, strike. Leap yeah. over the waves into yeah, the next yeah, set of docks. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was pretty great. I will say, as a sailor, and I do sail competitively. I got to wonder where the hell those waves were coming from because <laughs> the physics of those waves do not make any sense at all. These waves break the laws of physics. But whatever. All right. This is a minor point. That I'm <laughs> guessing most of the Star Wars fandom verse is not really going to be calling them on. But 
Where? How? Picking there, scot free. How did the wind have enough time to build up those waves in the mile and a half between the Death Star and the shore? It doesn't work. But okay, whatever. Fine. We'll just let that one go. Um, that that so Ray can heal and Kylo Ren cannot heal. Uh, I mean, he could heal. He just uh, through the force. Yeah, you can heal with the force. Yeah, you can heal with the force. Yeah, but you. It's what they said. Pretty much, you you using a piece of yourself. So every time, yeah, you, you heal, heal somebody else. You heal someone else. You, you don't get that back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So so pretty much his life. You know. So at the end there, his life force was weak, right. and he was all he was on the he was already at death's door. So him doing that with Ray, just huh. Yeah, he, he just gave. You know, <laughs> he he gave he gave it up, man. He he gave it up. It's, he 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 died. He, he died did a noble death. Fate. He did the X Men animated X Men faint. Oh, Gene, <laughs> Gene, <laughs> Storm. Oh. They they did do a lot of fainting. Yeah, time, all the time, all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so he you know he redeemed himself. He 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 sacrificed himself, and that's why he got his Jedi ghost fade. Death because he he gave of himself. Another instance of that, and people can have a lot of issues with J.J. Abrams, and that's fine. But if nothing else in his film career, you have to hand him this. J.J. Abrams managed to give C-3PO an arc and a moment that made him not just heroic, but admirable, sympathetic, and the most human that character has ever been and not just a cringing cowardly wuss. I enjoyed his story arc. You kind of yeah, had to. Yeah, that was, that, and, was, that and was good. had some yeah. of the movie's biggest laughs as well. True. Cheap amnesia humor, but it kept working. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I, li- I liked I liked clean slate C-3PO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, I liked it because like we, because then we all get the joke. Like we know that he knows everybody. Right. You know, and they all know him. Right. But he don't, he knows he know nothing. nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he knows absolutely nothing. And I kind of, I kind of appreciated that, that little, that little jab and little joke there. I was, I was with that one. Yeah. You know, it was, it was the, it was a good one. I, I applaud them for that. Yeah. Uh, now the movie was again not without its flaws. I definitely came out of it uh, enjoying it and happy that this was a good way. They stuck the landing on the arc. This was a good way to end it. However, it did have some of those Star Warsy moments that are part of the problem with this franchise. So a couple that come to mind: one, big battle, big space dogfight battle on these star de- surface of these star destroyers and people were complaining in advance about space horses on the star destroyers and whatever it was a little hokey yeah, but fun and it's fun in its how own way work? whatever it's fine how did that work hey, it worked just fine no we're not the Why horses not? just riding out in space just chilling and oh there was an atmosphere there i think they explained oh, that pretty well God. my bigger problem is okay they have taken out this star destroyer it's listing and everything is falling to the surface of the planet yep do you have a ballpark idea how big these star destroyers are uh from the what from what they look like Mm -hmm. uh, and all i can do i'm not i'm Mm -hmm. not an architect Mm -hmm. yeah but they seem almost the size of a city Mm -hmm. yeah they're like mile plus long yeah these things are huge yeah okay so um so poe and Millennium Falcon crew flying around doing their thing. Uh, Finn and New Girl are on the surface of the Star Destroyer, taking over the turret and taking the bridge out. It works. 
the Star Destroyer is listing, everything is falling, and Poe's like, oh, hang on, I got to go pick those guys up. And Zero's right in on the spot on this mile or two mile long Star Destroyer where they were, which he didn't exactly know where they were going to be, and just picks them up. Like, this is the sort of Star Wars coincidence stuff where it's like, I don't know, I got to tell you, I feel like Finn probably died in that. If they, if they, yeah. if the screenwriters were playing honestly, Finn and New Girl die, and that's okay. Yeah, that 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 would have been an instance of uh of of a, a rogue one type team, right? Having gotten the job done, but not walking away. Sometimes from the heroes uh, fail but succeed. Exactly. This should have probably been that, or they just said any reason why he would have known where to go pick him up. That also would have been fine. Right. And uh, the other one, big problem, and the Empire, and it's good for the galaxy that the Empire and then the First Order and then the Final Order never learn some very basic lessons about computers and communications and redundancies and parallel systems. Because once again, the Empire, or rather the Final Order, made a single choke point through which all the communications go and if you take that out, everything's crippled. Same problem in Rogue One, an equivalent problem of the uh, one meter wide port exhaust port, and that, or the, the 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 shield generator on Endor, or the shield generator on Endor. <laughs> really, just make two of them, fellas, instead of just one, and you can avoid a lot of problems, like the downfall of your empire. Well. Uh, you know, th- there's probably budgetary concerns. <laughs> my brother was saying that. My brother and I had a pretty long conversation so, about this, and he was saying with the conscription of all these people from all over the universe, they're not getting their best people. They're understaffed. There are budget concerns. I mean, someone's got to be running the office of money and, and budget and, and has to look at the empire and say, this is where I draw the line. Right, and you got to feel bad for the IT guy who got drafted into doing the final orders uh Final orders, computer systems. He's just like, man, I, I had a pretty sweet office gig before, <laughs> and now this is this is a lot. And Y'all he was he, he was clearly in over his head. <laughs> <laughs> this job is trash. <laughs> <laughs> he complained. Go home to a space cabin and complain. I, I always, I always, always, always want to encourage people out there to write like everyday Joe in the Empire fiction, like the guy that just went to work, like like the day the Death Star goes down, just like damn, throw his hat down. Right. God damn it, man! This is gonna make it really hard for me to get another job. Right. Like as the Death Star is being built, like like like. The, who who sat back and said, "Yeah, let's make a planet-sized machine." Yeah, who idea was that to shoot another, another planet? planet. <laughs> like, <laughs> cool. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, it's not like, that threatening to me, man. It's, it's kind of hey, it is cheesy. It's preschool, it, man. It is like, cheesy. All right, so it, it can be cheesy. Ten thousand star destroyers, though, with a planet-killing gun on the bottom of them. If nothing else, people complain. Well, people complained that. The Last Jedi was its own self-contained thing. Uh, Ryan Johnson was it. Made what people thought was a good departure from the Star Wars retreads that had gone before. And that J.J. Abrams comes along and just throws all of that out and basically ignores that movie. And while a lot of those plot points didn't ultimately come to matter that much, I, I think people don't see exactly how much 
uh, The Rise of Skywalker does draw from The Last Jedi. Oh, it did a lot. It pulled the a lot from that. miniaturization of the planet-killing technology. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, small, but y- you get me. Mm-hmm. Um, the reducing of the size of the Rebel fleet to just a handful. Truly a ragtag handful of Rebels. But that idea posed at the end of The Last Jedi that we are not the end, that the entire galaxy will support us. We just got to get the message out. This was that prediction come to fruition. Sent by Lando Calrissian. Sent by Lando motherfucking Calrissian. (laughs) Lando just showed up at your door like, it's a party. Hey! Hey. Nothing but G things on. Right. Like, what else you got going on today? Hey. <laughs> but but overall, okay, so so you know, as it's time it's time to 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 move on from Rise of Skywalker. I give it a I give it a B plus. If I had to grade it on 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 the American uh grading scale, I'd B plus it. Kaz, what do you give it? Out of five flies, I give it two. Ooh. Harsh. Damn. Harsh. Yeah, I'm gonna give it as a just movie in general. Yeah, it's probably a low B, B minus as a Star Wars goes. A minus. Quick question. Yeah, this movie supposed to be four hours. There was a lot of stuff cut. Would you prefer a longer version, an in-game version, Star Wars? I will watch the hell out I, of the director's watch cut. It. I'd, yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah, I watched the this particular cut. movie. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I I watch a director's cut of this. Definitely, 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 definitely. Moving on. Yes, <laughs> moving on. Yes, we are we are in 2020. Yes. So so what what are we what are we looking forward to here? What's what it what what about 2020? What it what it, whether it be something you're gonna read, something you're gonna see, something you're gonna do. What are you excited about? What 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 is happening in 2020 that's getting that coming up that has you amped up? Hmm. You go first. <laughs> Boomerang. For me, it's just the year in general. Right. So, you know, it's a lot of dope stuff that I got personally going on. You know what I mean? Nacrobats is doing our reunion show on the 30th. You know, I got a lot of videos just coming out this year. A lot of stuff that I'm shooting I'm working on personally. So, personally, I got a lot of stuff that, you know, I'm excited for um, in regards to, like, releases and things of that nature. There's a few video games I'm excited for. The um, Avengers game come out this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, like, 100% Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm very yeah. interested. I'm great. Yeah, this is I'm a definite it, grab. Yeah. Um, the Last of Us 2 come out this year. You know, I have only watched people uh, play Last of Us. I have not. <laughs> I have not played it. I've only I've I've been like people's houses. I'm like, oh, what you playing? They're like Last of Us. I'm like, oh, that looks one cool. of the best video games ever. No, I mean it looks it, it looks amazing. Um, the the trailers for it, you know, the first trailer I saw for the second one, I thought it was a movie trailer before. You know, like I woke up and I'm like, oh, this is for a video game. I'm like, well, what is this? This, right. looks, this looks amazing. Yeah, Last of Us though. I mean, and I've read the I read the story for the game. It, good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. yeah, this is well. Written well, acted, yeah. well played. Just it's just a flawless game to me. So um, they doing a part two to this nice. um, story. I can't wait to play it. It's going to be really, really dope. Um, Cyberpunk come out this year as well. Um, not really my cup of tea, but a lot of people is excited over it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Like I I may not get it, but I'll definitely if opportunity comes for me to play it, I'm definitely gonna jump on it. I got 
in the Marvel verse coming out, uh, Marvel TV universe. Yes. Um, yeah. I've mentioned in the past that I've always been a big fan of Jack Kirby and Jack Kirby based stuff, and I am looking forward to and a little afraid of the Eternals coming out in November. Yeah. Uh, it could be kind of amazing. It could also really exemplify all the problems with Jack Kirby-esque stuff. It could be the Inhumans all over again. Could that's be what I'm thinking. And I'm, that's good. what I'm on. I'm on the fence with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> looking, I'm looking at an article on it. Did not realize that it's going to be starring Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kit Harrington of Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Kit Harrington. Yeah. That's yeah. strong. Selma strong. Hayek. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Good. And Kamal Nanjiani. It, it, Selma yeah. Hayek has got to be playing Cersei. She's got to yeah, be Cersei. Yeah, more than likely. You would have to say Yeah, yeah. there's no other Cersei. choice. She can't play anyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's who. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> yeah, she's got to be Cersei. Mm-hmm. But um, I think with the Marvel Universe in general, it's about to go to some weird cosmic stuff right now. So but you know, let, I'm kind of on the fence with everything. Yeah, and that was my issue with the entire first run up through Infinity War and Endgame was that it jumped to the cosmic too soon. And I didn't think they were quite ready for it, but whatever. I think the rest yeah, of the ca- the rest well, of the world it, disagrees with me, and well, they freaking loved both those movies. It, it's it's not that I felt they've jumped to it too early. I think right now they need to give us these what I would call kind of weird offbeat movies to to allow us to miss the monster they've created. But, I'll agree with that. Yeah, come but come I, back I, around because because what you don't want to do. Um, oversaturate. You don't want to over. You don't want to oversaturate. So it's probably a good thing that we're gonna get. You know, non Chris Hemsworth's Thor. We get pre. You know, past history Black Widow. So we get some popular. Uh, we get some popular names. We get some familiar faces doing unfamiliar things, and I think that's okay because I think what's gonna happen is that there's gonna be a thread in these weird movies. That's oh, yeah. going to be the common. So, yeah, yeah. So it's going to build up to something I mean, great. I have but, a feeling Black yeah. Panther 2 is oh. going to be the Civil War of yeah, the next phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah, I heard some very good stuff about Black Panther 2. Yeah, I, like, I, and I think that'll be the jump off for Avengers stuff Doom. afterwards. I heard Doom is going to be the villain in Black Panther 2. Oh, so that would supposed be, to be interesting. Black Panther, Namor. In Doom. Oh, okay. So they're okay. I know they're. I know what exactly which Black Panther storyline they're doing. Yeah, Do tell. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Yeah. It's uh. It's pretty much um. It, it became the uh the war between the three over the vibranium mm-hmm. and over Doom. Mm-hmm. Doom's habitual mm-hmm. line stepping. Mm-hmm. Name. <laughs> na- <laughs> Why are you the? <laughs> na- Namor not know how to shut his mouth mm-hmm. and then and T'Challa being like, hey. I will kick both y'all asses. Right, snow. <laughs> right. Get this man to shoot. <laughs> right. You know, so that that that's gonna that that could be very interesting. If that's the route they go, oh my! And, and yeah. what a and what a way to segue to FF. Have yeah. the, Have the FF first appearance be in Black Panther. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And have a established Doctor Doom. So yeah, like, established Doom. Because right. Doom is <laughs> Doom is a world. Threat. Yeah, on, D- on he is a global threat, global threat, and a global level genius who tends to access these cosmic technologies 
But that's, again, part of what I always liked best about the Marvel Universe and why it started working in the first place is they tended to be human-scale stories and these humans who have these powers thrust upon them mm. trying to deal then with ever-increasingly large threats. Right. And they skyrocketed to the cosmic and universe-ending level, or at least universe-half-ending level, real quick. Um, I feel like that's what we're seeing in your what you're talking about, this sort of leveling down and resetting within yeah. the Marvel Universe is also a chance to tell some of these stories on the human scale. That's exactly. what you get when you're dealing with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, for instance, which promises very to be pretty interesting. And again, very human. These guys are not cosmic threat types, generally speaking. They're, both of their strengths are fisticuffs. Yeah. Right. And, you know, fisticuffs plus vibranium-based weapon few stuff. Wings. But, you know. Right. A few wings. Just a few a wings. Yeah. yeah. But Great that's... Wing. Yeah, the that, drone. <laughs> and I think the real human drama of uh, of Falcon having to live up to this Captain America mantle exactly. yeah. and the Winter Soldier having to deal with his, you know, the Brain. fallout from his crimes and the, yeah, problems, the ongoing problems with his very human brain. Yeah, that that, that becomes an interesting story to me that doesn't need to have cosmic cubes and infinity gems and any of that speaking and nemo come back and he's wearing the purple mask this time zemo yeah. oh nice. yeah zemo yeah zemo. nice yeah. nice I, oh. I i am i am glad to hear that speaking of uh of universes changing um i managed to get through and this is something i'm looking forward to in 2020 from the DC Universe. Oh, look at that. Right, right. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Shout out to Joe King for winning <laughs> that award for the jokes. Yes, yes. Indeed. Shout out. Um, but uh, so I got to the end of Doomsday Clock. And while there is much about Doomsday Clock, I did not like. Lots I didn't like about Dr. Manhattan, Rorschach, like the whole, like the whole Watchmen universe interacting with the DC universe. They did one amazing thing to DC continuity that and and it, it they set it back to Action Comics number one, except the theory Superman is the center character of that universe. He's the pinpoint linchpin character. And what Dr. Manhattan did was he did slight alterations to the DC universe past in hopes to see how it would come how it would shake out. So he moved Alan Scott's lantern six inches to the left. So Alan Scott dies in this train accident that would have given him the lantern. Now you would think, how does this affect Superman? There's no justice society for Jonathan Kent to use as an example for Clark. So in the reset new 52 universe, where there's no justice society, Jonathan Kent encouraged Clark to hide longer hmm. and not have an example of heroes from the past for him to look back on. Therefore, there's no Superboy. So there is so Clark doesn't become Superman until he's a much more jaded adult. Which so that's how they kind of explained away New 52 Superman. But what they did was Dr. Manhattan go Dr. Manhattan goes and fixes that. And then from 1938 on, whenever a multiverse is born, it essentially starts with Superman crash landing on Earth. 
from 1938 to infinity. Huh. So there will always be in every multiverse a Superman. And he's the linchpin character of the DC universe today. They've now officially said, guess what? It all counts now. We're not throwing out all our history. It all counts. So they're all canon because they're all multiverses that we have been following. That we've been and following. And so none of them have been retconned away. None of them. They've been, been finally retconned back in. Back in. Fully but back in. Back in, but separate. Exactly. Interesting. So that just um, for Superman or like everyone else? Everybody. Everybody. So every so... So all the universes, all the multiverses happen. Yeah. All all the ones all so all those alternates, so like the Earth One, the right. Earth Two, right. all that stuff, all that counts. All that happened. Okay. So the like so crisis on infinite earths happened. happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Infinite crisis right. happened. That makes sense. That's cool. None of it none of it's been washed away. That's cool. Yeah. If that sort of thing is important to you. Cause honestly, did it ever matter that that story didn't count now? Eh. Not not really. It didn't, but it cleans up there. It it makes it easy to say, okay, you you if you read this, this is this, and this is all that it is. You can say that now, right? I can say, hey, this Batman book, this story right here, this hap- this is it, right? You don't have to worry. You don't have to know what's happening right now. You don't know what's. What what had to happen twenty years ago? This right here is it. There's and several Batman books. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's all it's, it's 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 clean now. You can just say, hey, this all happened here, and this is all you're gonna get from that time period. This is it, no more. So Doctor Manhattan, he's he's the god. He he he's the creator. He he's the dude. He's the universe. He's a he's something. They don't know. They see they haven't labeled that because at the end of Doomsday Clock, they all go back to the very sad Watchmen universe. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> they all return to the very, very sad yikes, yikes. Watchmen universe. Good luck, guys. <laughs> hey, well. but but the I will say this: the uh, the Rorschach Batman interact, even though it wasn't the original Rorschach Batman interaction, was uh, yeah, was it's pretty, not. It was pretty uh, cool. It was pretty okay. Cool. Well, I gotta check it out. Yeah. I, I stopped because it was just taking too long. You you know what the delays on it? Yeah, I couldn't have read it as it came out. Yeah, it was, I it was the, always I went to the whole. Thing. But yeah, so yeah, I read the whole thing, and man, to watch that, to watch Doctor Manhattan whoop the entire DC universe's ass. Was, <laughs> That's worth it. That's worth it. <laughs> it was kind of it, it was kind of dope because he he really he he pretty much said, yeah, you're pointless, you're pointless, you're pointless, you're pointless. <laughs> you know, but it was it was. It, it took a long time to get to the point, and the point was to, you know, kind of remap the DC universe in a way that made sense. And I got it, and I and I'm I'm okay with it, okay. very very okay with it. So that that I'm so I'm a little bit more excited to read a few more DC books that are on the docket now. So there you go, DC. I do not hate you. I just. Good for you, man. Good for right. you. Progress, progress. I'm Good still not. Good for you. Clap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. About time. All right. So you know. So so moving on to the to the next portion. Let Let's talk about it. You, you mentioned it earlier. So you, you're taking the stage with the Necrobats. What's happening here, man? Yeah, man. We're doing the reunion show. So uh, pretty much uh, 
It's crazy. Yeah, we're going to hit the stage. Is the band's getting back together. The band's getting back together. There's going to be a lot of MCs. I'm, I'm excited. I'm. You should I'm, come through. I'm going to show up in my flyest apparel. Yeah, come through, man, because... Uh, oh, yeah. How many MCs? Ballpark it. If everyone show up, I would say over 20. That's a lot of guys on stage. If every... Well, yeah, I mean, but it got to be sprinkled out, but... <laughs> Now there's groups and stuff. There's a lot of people, so I would say like over twenty if everyone showed up. But we'll we'll see what's going to happen. But no, we got a whole setup going um, in like, dedications to the A in the Square. All right, hang on. Like, can we back it up just a little? That's bit? true. Sure. So, uh, can you get us back to the actual origin of the Knackerbats? So, we talked last uh, episode about the reissue record, but can you talk about how the Knackerbats came to be? where the name came from, how these m- many disparate MCs came to fall under this Nacrobat umbrella. Okay, for sure. Um, Nacrobat started in the 90s. It was um, created by Pugsley Adams. He was, uh, I'm just telling my perspective of the story sure. because um, I got in later, you know what I mean? But that, that was his crew, um, PK, who, Sean, I didn't even know you ran with PK. Man, ran tight. Yeah, I didn't Tighten even know that. So it's like Man, you're, since, you're, you're since like 1980, since 1985, <laughs> yeah, me and that guy. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, so so that was his dude. It was some other guys, um, Apollo um, K.O. Rizin. He was going by Apollo back then. Apollo uh, Kenton. Yeah. Yep. And um, there was a couple other cats that went to school, went to Kenwood. So they was all crew. So Pugs was a genius because – he thought about getting all the dope MCs and putting them all in the crew and just all the dope of the dopest. The cream of the crop, if you're the best fat- um, best graffiti writer, come with us. You're the best tagger, come with us. You're the best MC, come with us. You're the best breakers, come with us. Just just a whole conglomerate of like dope talent, which was the network of stars in the West, network of stars. So it would be a network of all these talented people in one room and stuff. Like if you sure. got inducted in the Nacrobats, you get a whole sheet of like all the members and their phone numbers and stuff. So you'd be like, dude, all right, I want to do a song with so-and-so today. Bing. <laughs> I want to do a song with, what y'all doing? All right, we're going to go and cipher it up. So that was rolling. High school, I met um, Pugs. I was in, I was off and on in Nacro, but um, I had joined like during high school and stuff like that. I may be showing my age, but it's all good. But <laughs> In high school, and I was like, yo, let's make some music. Because he was making music. They came out with, like, two tapes by that time. Well, yeah, it was, like, two tapes. They came out. And that's when people was dropping tapes. We'd go to the studio, guys. Hmm. Record on the reel to reel. Splice. Splice it up. Oh, oh, man. (laughs) Hand splicing. A-track recordings, you know what I mean? Like, just I still have my (laughs) four-track. Yeah. I still have my four-track, yeah. Yeah. So... You know, that's the beauty of just, like, creating. So we was just making music and um, start putting out tapes and going to these parties, throwing our own parties, you know, and selling our merch, our yeah. shit, you know. And um, it just became a thing in Chicago. And the crew just got bigger and bigger because, you know, you're getting popular. All the cats want to be a part you. of, yeah. you know what I mean, want to be a part of it. And just seeing the cyphers is glorious. You know what I mean? Like oh, yes, I've I've been I've been witness <laughs> to many of those cyphers. Guys are a circle of MCs who will circle around outside or inside, no or matter anywhere. Where, anywhere, anywhere where space allows, yeah, where space allows, beatbox, acapella, 
instrumentals, it doesn't matter. Cats is for rhyming, freestyling. I mean, off the head, not pre-written no stuff. We're rhyming. You get trashed yeah. for bringing your riddance in. You will get battled, trashed, kicked out, and never allowed in, guys. Yeah. Chicago had a different creed. So that was our rep, like hitting the streets and just just really just bombarding everything. Roving <laughs> bands of rappers. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right, so move it forward a little bit then. Uh, there was a time relatively long period of time then where the Knackerbats were not active and not performing together or yeah it's a little we working on documentaries so I don't really ah. want to expose all the stories <laughs> out on the on, on the cast but yeah we the crew went from a big crew to a small group and um everybody went solo you know what I mean it was it was a whole thing of us being young you know what I mean? And just going through a lot of shit, growing pains on the personal side with everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cats needed to break off and, and, and take a break. But the legacy is still there. And that was important. That was a thing that I instilled with everybody because I wouldn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Fuck your personal. Fuck what's ever going on. This is important. This is our story. And um, it should be told right. Right on. And so then the the reissue comes out. Reissue come out, and now everything is, is like the bass signal out. So Cats is coming out, you know, Ninja Turtles out the sewers, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you have a ballpark, uh, ballpark time on the reunion show or what new record or anything like that um no it's just merch i mean we're gonna have the record out there we're gonna have merch we're gonna have um just tangible stuff that you could take home and actually it's just not really a show it's just not a concert we're actually designing an experience so you know it's part of chicago hip-hop it's a part of history it's part of some street level stuff that you know i mean a lot of people don't talk about you know, so we have to give you that experience, and that's what we're setting up for the show. Uh, I'm, God, I don't, can't wait. I'm buying the red and black A in the square Ooh, shirt. Get it, G. Yeah, yeah, I'm get getting, it, I'm getting that. So you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna come in there and 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 fly nerded up as much as possible. And anyone that I, wear that A in the square, you better you. Better have them bars ready. Man. Oh man, you you know better coming. You quick. know when the cipher starts, I'm jumping in. Yes, sir. First. Yes, so, sir. You know. And that might happen. So, so you, know, you just know. come through. Oh, <laughs> you know, I am never hesitant. Yeah, in, man. In in that regard, so, I mean, yeah, I, just... I just got the button that came with the record, <laughs> so I'll, I'll just stand off to the side and nod and smile. Just, just shine it up, you know. What I mean? <laughs> just shine it up. Uh huh. I know those guys. <laughs> but now it's all. It's going to be fun man it's gonna be hip-hop it's gonna be just you know crew camaraderie and just you know yeah, just chicago dude yeah you know? it's, it's gonna it's, be something to look forward to. i'm excited yeah. good I'm, I'm i'm excited i'm excited too but i got comment all down <laughs> <laughs> all right save it for the show well you know we're we're, in, we're entering you know the, the final minutes here so uh the fly notes man it, what are your the the first fly notes of 2020 first fly notes of 2020 yeah what All right. what well, are um, what are your fly notes for well, 2020? actually it's a couple fly notes i got one is actually a question ah. how do you feel about the disney plus thing since the mandalorian is over and they pushed the wandavision up for this year a lot of people was 
threatening to jump off the boat after the Mandalorian was over. I think a lot of people already are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot, uh, a lot of. I, I'm a start. <laughs> I mean, this is this is what happens with any of these streaming services when there's like a really good show on it, and then that show the season's over. This is the wave. I'm I'm sure the the business model of Disney had to have seen this from Netflix and Hulu because they're. You know, I mean, I don't think they did because they only just set it up for one show, and they didn't have set up anything else to really reel the people and keep. Them I mean, there. they're counting on the strength of the Disney back catalog to keep yeah. the parents in there because yeah. the kids are gonna want to watch Dude, you, they, all those old Disney movies, and you're gonna have the Pixar people. I I, I think because it hits on so many different but levels, new content, y'all, right? New content, right. sure, so yeah, no, that you're right. But how many people have even fully explored all the old stuff? I mean, I agree with you 100%. I don't want to watch no Cinderella. That's you. <laughs> that's that's you. There's always going but, to be a bankable pool yeah. of parents who need that stuff for their kids under the age of 10. Yeah. And right. Sim- Simpsons fans are going to gonna go I mean, there and yeah, grab. That's what got me. You know? Yeah. I'm, so the nostalgia factor is going to last long enough that by the time people realize that they're not watching it, they're just kind of at the shrug shoulders like I've been paying it this long. I'm going to watch it again eventually. So while they're going to lose a few hundred thousand, you're all, they're also going to gain people who haven't seen it yet. So there's always that, too. There's always going to be a cycle of people coming on. Yeah, there will be peaks and valleys for it. And when the Marvel new Marvel content starts coming in, you will see that spike again. But I think in this bizarre a la carte streaming world we've got that we were all asking for we were always saying why do i have to pay for this cable package where i have all these channels that i don't use i wish i could just pick and choose and now we actually got that and it's turning out to be just as expensive because if you want to do it right you need all of them disney plus and amazon and hulu and netflix and hbo and all. yeah and it's oh uh, cbs if you're a trek fan and picard just too and much there, and there are certain there are some of these streams that recognize that they have ways so they do specials with like stars for instance powers i'm not a i'm not a big power person but who shot ghosts but i have to <laughs> i have to commend stars for saying hey guess what powers back we're going to give you this uh, right now at this rate while this show is on. And then if you stay after that, then it goes up. So they're going to cash in on all the short, they're cashing in on the short term. They're going to get all the people that are like, yeah, I'll pay, I'll, I'll pay $20 right now. Right. And you're going to get a lot of people coming in and out of each of these services just to get the content they want. And eventually they're going to try the old cell phone plan of locking you in for a year. Yeah, Mm. it's 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 the it's the wave. Mm. If any if if anyone has learned it, you can you can see that Netflix has learned it because they, they, they drop things. Bam here. Bam there. We give you little burst with your little burst. So. Speaking of their little burst, next fly note is uh, you guys check out The Witcher. I, I am finishing it up. I'm on so episode. Far, what do you think? I'm on episode three. I'm I'm with it so far because it's a. I mean, it's a. It it overall, I've never really looked at video game um, history to be like, oh, it has to be this big as video games. Right, right, so I'm right, just kind of right. like true. I'm like. True. Hey, the guy's killing monsters. He's killing people. He's doing his job. He's pretty. It's like he's, he's pretty. He's pretty tough with that sword. Yeah. Um. It, it has enough weird 
nuances. Yeah, we're well. I mean, it's it's is blood is blood, sex, and magic yeah. and monsters. Yeah, true. It's it's Indeed. it's almost kind of what we wanted from Game of Thrones in a way. Like we, ah, we, we wanted to see hit the jabby. <laughs> where, where it's kind of you know like we well, we wanted to see this. I mean, The Witcher is cornball. Let's let, I'm gonna call it what Absolutely. it is. It's cornball. Yeah, but. It has the it has the nudity of Game of Thrones. It true. has the language of Game of Thrones, it, and it has more monsters than Game of Thrones. That's so or, true. And e- even the ones we don't see, they're heavily, heavily implied. Yeah, it's true. like, oh, what's his name went out there, and he never came back. Yeah. You know, the <laughs> that's thre- the video game, though. That's right, right. The, the threat, the threat's real. <laughs> Timmy went out there. He never came back. Right, the threat. Or, or, or what the was dog it? came back, but Timmy did. Or right, or or he came back and something strange about him. Because <laughs> that's always what happens in these things, whether it be sci-fi, fantasy, horror. You know, that's that 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 is the oldest trope in the book. Like someone yeah. goes out somewhere. Clark went and investigated the blue light, and he ain't been right since. Something wrong with his ticker ever since right. he came back. I mean that that's the old that's one of the oldest tropes in the and the, the Witcher does the Witcher uses that heavily like someone goes out somewhere and they don't come back <laughs> and then they call the Witcher like hey go fight go figure go out check wh- this out go check this out <laughs> all right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah I liked it I think it was dope um, I saw the whole thing it was it was really entertaining and yeah all the Everything that you said, <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why I watched it. <laughs> you know, and and shout out to the humpback girl. Oh, yeah, but she got right though. <laughs> Did she? I mean, well, she got right, but not right in the head. Nah, well, I mean, <laughs> she got the hump out. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next fly note. Um, last but not least, this trailer was dropped today. Mm-hmm. New mutant trailer. Oh, right. What are you thinking, guys? I see you squirming in your seats. Grumble, 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 grumble. grumble. <laughs> Grinch is back. All right. So, <laughs> a few points. One, I remember seeing this movie in the 1980s when it was called A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Ooh, The Dream Warriors. Shucky Ducky. Warriors. Ain't got a dream no more. Shout out to Dockin. Dockin, baby. <laughs> Um. So yeah. Song and dance, y'all. Y'all don't even understand. All right. So <laughs> I also very vividly remember in the eighties reading the Demon Bear, um, the Demon Bear arc in oh, yeah. New Mutants, uh, the comic. The comic. All right. So New Mutants comes out. It's the first X Men spinoff. It was kind of trash at first. Oh, uh, heavily. Badly written. Just Chris Claremont. Characters. It was Chris Claremont, it was, it was, but it was the characters were weak, and that was kind of. Uh, all right. So uh, this ahead, is where we catch. This is where we catch me in a bit of a. But I thought you liked this about the Marvel universe is that these were troubled teens who were bad <laughs> at their powers, and okay. they had deep emotional problems and involvements with each other. However. In the first dozen issues of this book, that's all it was. Is they they were just bad at their powers. That was their defining trait. Uh, they were learning at Xavier's uh, school for gifted youngsters, and they didn't really do anything well. The art was also just meh. Mm. Then this demon bear saga comes along, and Bill Sinkevich bursts onto the comic scene yeah. with an insane, scribbly, heavily inked 
angular, weird, sketchy style that was like nothing else happening right then. And it was incredibly exciting. Like every issue was visually stunning, but in a like slightly insane off kilter sort of way. Yeah, it was real weird. And it took these characters who had been really bad at their powers and turned that around by having the powers go wrong on them in such a such a gripping way where they're sort of trapped in Danny's nightmare. And that's where this book actually took off. It became collectible. It became incredibly readable. And it did something that it had never done before. It set itself apart from X-Men in a way it never had before. Right. And it really came into its own as a book. This trailer seems to take some of the elements of that and of the subsequent 30 issues of the comic trying to shoehorn all kinds of stuff into this story that doesn't really necessarily need to be there because the story was kind of enough in its own right. Right. And the whole this school is not what it seems bit... Does not need to happen. Doesn't need to be there. So that's where it turns into this Dream Warriors sort of looking thing where not only are we trapped in the nightmare, there's also the bigger villain... When just the first villain that was the trouble in Danny's head Wasn't was enough. enough. Yeah. So I, it feels like it's trying to do too much. It's trying to cram too much into. Is this a movie? It's the last of the Fox, of the of the Fox helmed X Men films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it by nature it's it's you know ninety nine point nine percent chance it's gonna be garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the trailer, the the tra- the trailer, m- much like Scott, I have <laughs> I have fond memories of of the New Mutants. I was I was uh, someone who started to read them. I, I didn't read the Demon Bear story. I came on during Fall of the Mutants, um, but I always thought the New Mutants were cool because I thought they had I thought the the powers that they had were unique because they weren't what I thought traditional superhero powers should be. I agree with that. You know, and so I liked it. I liked the fact, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, so he's he's only invulnerable when he's, like, forward motion. That's it. Yeah. Like, he stops easy. You know, you you can beat him down. You know, oh, the, 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 the Sunspot kid, powered by the sun, bad temper, can't fight. Right. You know? So, so they were like the bad news bears in the way. Yeah, they were. They For were, sure. Yeah, they they were they they were supposed to be lovable the lovable losers at Xavier's, right. but eventually kind of became like the really sh- the the a very strong um, carrier of their own. Like they became right. their own thing. And it's the classic superhero team where individually they were weak. Together they learned how to play to each other's strengths, how to cover for each other's weaknesses, yeah. and make the team work as a whole yeah they were they were so they were kind of envisioned being an answer to what dc had going on with the new teen titans okay because at that time new teen titans was scorching the earth the hotness yeah it was like the hot book of the moment like especially the judas contract had happened oh yeah and that was like that was major that was major in comics period just because of the relationship of the of uh slade to tara Right. right like because the book in the 80s heavily implied that she drank, did drugs, and had sex with Deathstroke. Nice. So yeah. it was like, 
It was okay. like, it was like, whoa, okay. right, okay, <laughs> okay. It was like, wow, okay, young lady, right. And this was while the comics code was still in right. Place. The comics uh. code was still being slapped on books at this point. <laughs> yeah. So you know, so I I dig the new mutants. I dig the concept of the new mutants. But you don't think this movie is going to deliver? No. Nah. So this movie has nothing to do with the mutant universe. Nothing's going on. Uh, they're know, working on Deadpool three. Then they're not going to put this all together and make this big mutant extravaganza. I would be shocked if this plays into the larger MCU in any way. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think anybody in the MCU wants this. Nah. I think this is once again. Fox had this was already in the can. It's been in the can for for a while now. Right. So th- it was just a matter of commitments. Like you yeah. can't you you have to honor the contract. It's the same reason that Last nice. Jedi didn't go from Netflix immediately to Disney Plus. It didn't. It did, they just brought it over on the twenty sixth. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Game too. And, and and actually, if you were on the Disney Plus app and you clicked on the Last Jedi heading, it would say, due to prior commitments and contracts, this title is not available until. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Take that mouse. Right. So, uh, so you know they they had to finish their you know finish their contract. So they were obligated but, to put this out. But they weren't obligated to make it overstuffed, so dark and. I think that yeah. I think it's going to be meh. That's yeah, the thing. I, it's not going to. I don't think it's going to be terrible. I think it's going to try to do too much with too much material that they're just trying to burn through because this is their one shot at it. And I don't know. I think it, uh, I will say this. I like them casting uh, our, the the actress who played Arya as Rain. If That's what said it too. Wolfsbane, Wolfsbane yeah. looks right for yeah. one yeah, for Wolfsbane one piece of right. casting in the entire yeah. Fox uh, X right. universe for once. Second. They kind of hit there. It's their second. Hugh Jackman. All right, nailed it. Okay, three, three. All right, Patrick Stewart. I apologize. I retract. I take that back. First time lately. First time lately. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. First I, time in a long time. Because I, I even agree with James Mars and his Cyclops, even though they gave him very little to do. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't give him much to do. Nah. He was. He was. He, I do like him. Like if if I had physically. He he fit the profile. Yeah, and that was right. and unfortunately that's all that's as far as they went with. They were like, hey, you when you put on that visor, you look like that guy. Just do this, right? Just do this and say Gene and no, and, Gene. Yeah, and we'll wrap it up and we'll do the rest in post. Optic blast, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it in post. Sheesh. All right. Well, you know it is. We we have chatted. We have had a good time. Season two, episode one is officially in the can. Is we are that, at the end here. Don't you have uh, something to talk about uh, in terms of anime and adventure? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. Up? Ah, okay, okay, it's not okay. over. Okay, um, I am. I I have listened to a, a few inboxes. wasn't that weren't that many. Didn't take much to to make me do this. Um, uh, we, there's been a, a lack of anime. On the on the show, season one had a lack of anime. Sure did. Um, it did. It did. I can cop to that. <laughs> I can cop to that. So talk about shit. So oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, and under the under the guidance of the of of a, a true student, Chuck West, I am I am deep diving into anime, starting with uh, Vinland Saga. I will have a report of what's left of my brain, uh, probably by episode three. Um, I'm I'm kind of going into this only having read a synopsis 
And so it's so wait a minute. Let's get into the reason why you're at a stagnant stagnant level of anime. What's going on? Uh, I watch anime. I you just don't yeah, never got to it. No, nah, you know some of. It, I mean, there's classics. Fist right, of the North right. Star. The, they're always the classic. And I'm the and Bio I'm, Booster Armor Giver. Yeah, I, and I'm always on Akira. The hunt. I'm always on the Ninja hunt. Scroll. Yes, those are dope. Those are all dope. I've Dragon Ball. Yes. Z. Yes. Super. I'm glad you correct. I'm glad you <laughs> can't keep going. Keep adding on. All right. All right. All right. Right. I've I've watched Gundam. The, okay. I've watched Macross. The, oh, okay. I've watched all of Macross now. Let's not get silly. All right. All right. Yeah. Robotech. Oh. You know, Robotech was Voltron. Right. Started with Voltron. I'm I'm gonna jump in and just show how limited my anime palette is. It's pretty much uh, Kimba the White Lion, Speed Racer. Battle of the Planets. Ha um, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, Ghost in the one. Shell. That's another good Akira. One. That's a good one. And then I fall completely off. See, so I may join you on your anime adventure so just to get myself anime. cultured. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my hero academia, but I wanna I wanna I don't want to. Full do- Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is dope. Okay, I see. I I don't want to go for all the. I want to when I say deep dive. I want to find the nooks and crannies. Like I don't want to. I don't want to do the big titles. Anyone can do whatever's on Hulu. Everyone can do attack Attack on Titan. All of those ain't dope though. You really gotta search for the real right. good shit. Okay, it's okay. I feel you. So I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna try and find <laughs> some some good ones, some pressing ones, some some that appeal to me. Um. So what you got so far? Uh, right now I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Vinland Saga. That's where I'm. That's where I'm starting, and I I may I may watch Fairy Tale because I've heard good things about Fairy Tale. So I may watch Fairy Tale, but right now I'm gonna start with Vinland Saga, and I'm I'm gonna binge it. I'm gonna binge it in. I'm binge it without dubbing. So I'm gonna read it. Ooh, dang! I'm gonna watch and read. Is that it. something you do? I can. It's something I can do. <laughs> I got to tell you, I think that would help for me because so much of the dubbed voice acting really detracts from the action so much that it makes me not want to watch. And some say. of the um, voice acting actually um, takes away from the character and stuff, too, because like, if you read the subtitles or the regular, what they're really saying, it'd be sometimes totally different. Bad than what translations? The yeah, very bad translations. Oh. Now, the question, there's an anime version of the Marvel Universe. There's an anime yeah, Iron those. Man yeah. and X-Men. Mm-hmm. You like those? Um, I thought they were entertaining. Okay. I thought they were entertaining. Um, the my my inherent problem uh, uh, with anime Iron Man is that he's too busy. He is too. Is well, you too, know. Oh, you mean just the armor? Too much yeah, going on yeah, in the yeah, armor. Yeah, it, it's okay. it, it's like it, it. Every time he Mecha put it, Iron Man. Right. Every time he put it on, it was like the very first time. It was everything was just like yeah. Was, yeah right. That's, well, you know they exaggerate like but that. But I, I will say this: um, if if anyone gets how to do a cartoon Wolverine, it's it's whoever did that anime. Yeah. Because yeah, man, oh man, Berserker Rage. Yeah, they yeah. they they captured that. Yeah. I, that was I was like wow. That was the best part. I, yeah. I was like uh, I was yeah. very much like okay. wow. That, okay. that that's Wolverine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so you know, yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the deep dive in. Uh, I'm gonna have you know reports at various times. Uh, we're gonna we're definitely there's Ninja up. Batman too. I've know? seen I've seen that. See, and some of that now stuff that sounds like that could work. Yeah, it, it was pretty dope. 
it 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 worked on a we- it was weird. But it's anime. Well, it's, anime. Yeah, yeah anime. It, but anime is weird. And <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, And I guess I I had I, I became one of those people that dismissed it as schoolgirls and squids. I became that guy because there was so much of. But it. that's the same like people dismissing comic books and things. You're right, Archie. Yeah, you're right. And so I'm trying I'm trying to reopen because I know it's more than that. I've Shame on things. you, man. Yeah, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not above. It's twenty. It's, oh, we I'm, gotta step up the flyness for twenty twenty well, for the twin twin. I'm trying. I'm a. You know, I, I bought a Dragon Ball Z shirt. That's a start. Count it. Count <laughs> it. I, I did not. <laughs> That's a start. I will not. <laughs> and that is that is perfectly fine. All, all right. Uh, you know, you'll you'll be able to catch this episode on all platforms coming up soon. Yes, so sir. once again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. Share it with your friends. We are back for season two. All sorts of new whoop, goodies whoop. cooked up. I am whoop, Coach whoop. E Soul Star, along with Kaz G and as well Scott Free. All right, uh-huh. we are the Fly Nerd Group. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day and or night. Peace, 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 peace. peace.